Welcome to episode 223 of the Thunder Underground podcast. Trent and Jason here. This week we're going to talk about some music. What do Why you think? Not? That's what we usually do. I mean, right? I figure. <laughs> Play I some guess. music if we have to. Fuck. Whatever. We're just going through the motions now. It's been <laughs> it's been over four years. We yeah. haven't really done this in a you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, before you know. this past episode, it had been like a couple months since we both sat down and recorded something together. So now we're just going through the motions. Yeah, I mean, we're just in our fucking. Uh, we're in our uh, mafia shot to hell phase. Yeah. <laughs> Zach, while before he got the energy back, you know, we we need to, you know, we need to go the way of waiting and like come up with a penis showing game or something to shake things up. That's right. Maybe morale at the restaurant will boost after that. <laughs> <laughs> right. But no, we're gonna play some music. We're gonna talk about a few things, kind of because it's like we said last week was the first time talked here together on the podcast for. About two months, so there's some things that happened in there in that time yeah. period that we didn't ever talk about here, so we're going to do that now. But before we do, as always, we're sponsored by Medfarm and DEB Concerts. Medfarm is a dispensary located in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. They have a huge selection. They have a doctor on site every Friday and Saturday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., so you can get in there and get a car if you don't have it. 30% of their proceeds go to help build no-kill animal shelters, which is amazing. And something else is, that's amazing is if you go in there and say, Thunder Underground sent you, they'll give you 10% off your order. I mean, you gotta love that. Yeah. Yeah, that's very cool. So, we're very happy to be a part of that. They're located off Highway 51 in between Broken Air and Coweta. Can't miss them. They got a great facility, a great staff. So, fly by there and tell them that we sent you. Of course. We're also sponsored by DEB Concerts. Just this past weekend, they brought in Lynch Mob. To the ideal barroom. Almighty George Lynch. That is right. George Lynch, half of Dawkins was there because Mick Brown on the drums as well. He's retired from drumming for a while. Is he really? Yes. That's a, I forgot to tell you that on that last George okay. Lynch interview I heard. I was out of uh, town for the Lynch yeah. Mob show, so I didn't know that for a fact uh, until this moment. <laughs> he, yeah, he he's just um, resting up. He's kind of got some injuries. So George Lynch said he's kind of taking a break from drumming for a while. So when they did like those docking shows, they've got a different drummer now. I think I they did. I, okay. I, I I can't remember. All right, but I know that I know that when they had that in machine, those in machine shows. Yeah, they had um, that guy from Evanescence. Okay, you know, the guy that's always like, Will Hunt. That guy, right? Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Yeah. Well, DB Concerts brings in a ton of great acts like that. Speaking of docking, they've came through along with. Firehouse, Striper, Bisto Blanco, Steelheart, Tom Kiefer, Sebastian Bach, Saxon. A huge long list, and the list will probably get longer soon enough. You know so it. if you get on the Streets Gone Wild page and follow that, they put all the updates there. They also brought in a ton of acts like Ace Freely, Bisto Blanco, Lita Ford, and Slaughter to Rocklahoma this year because they booked the DNB Processing Roadhouse stage. But yeah, so get on there, follow their Facebook, so you can be on, you know, the first to find out when they got stuff coming to the Ideal Ballroom. Of course.
months here worth of stuff that's like kind of dated now, but doesn't really matter, right? <laughs> we'll go over it. As far as, you know, as far as the shows go. Well, before we get into that, let's let's play some music. Mm-hmm. Before we get into the, the old shows now. <laughs> Something else that happened during that time period was Bible of the Devil put out their new album, Feel It. And it came out, I believe it was early April. So we've this is the first chance we've really got to talk about it here. So and, and they've been on the show before. That's right. Yeah, about a couple years ago, we had the full band on here. But let's just, before we get into talk about this album, let's play a track from it. This is called Love at the Speed of Night.
Love at the Speed of Night from Bible of the Devil off their brand new album, Feel It. They just came out a couple months ago. Get on there, check this thing out. It's it's a short one, which I know you like. I do. It's I nine do. tracks, what intro tracks, so basically about eight and a half tracks here worth of <laughs> quality rock and roll. It's kind of I I like I liken it to you know Thin Lizzy and Iron Maiden kind of yeah that's a good you know rolled around in the hay a little bit you know because you get a real feel of that early Paul Diano era yeah. Iron Maiden the Killers era stuff where it's got that stomp that new wave of British heavy metal gallop yes but it's also you know they've got their own feel like you said it's got a swagger though too like yeah. a, a classic rock swagger you know yeah. Ultra Boys, Lifeline, great songs. Yeah, Ride, Ride Steel kicks this thing off, and it's just fucking great. And it's a, like, you know, we talk about all the time Night Demon, and these guys kind of fit in that same vein to me. Yeah, a little bit. I could definitely see them doing a show together. A little bit maybe of a brighter sound, like you said, than, uh-huh. than Night Demon would. But yeah, these guys would be perfect, you know, to tour together and oh, play man. a show or two definitely, together. Definitely. And speaking of shows, they are coming back to Tulsa on July 28th at the Mercury Lounge. Yes. And the band Blind Oath will yes. be opening up the show as well. Nice. So, yeah, get out to the Mercury Lounge on July 28th. And in the meantime, you got to check this album out because, you know, these guys have been around. This this tour they're doing this summer is their 20th anniversary tour. Mm-hmm. They've been around. They've got a ton of albums out you can check out. Like Jason mentioned, we had them on here. I believe it was the summer of 2017, the last yeah. time they came through Tulsa. And played the Mercury Lounge. We sat down and talked to him. So go back and check that one out. And yeah, just look at Bible of the Devil. You know, yeah. they still have one of the best names in rock and roll as yeah, well. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. But all right, so going back into the April. Like I was gone for the good majority of April mm-hmm. at Coachella and Stagecoach and Dreamville working at those things. During that time period, you saw Rival Sons. I sure did. We uh, traveled to Fort Smith, Arkansas, see Rival Sons at a place called Temple Live, which is a venue that they kind of give it a temple kind of theme. And it's a really cool venue. Everybody says that place is cool. Oh, man, it's so beautiful. Um, You know, Google some pictures of it. It's just got a great theme. It looks old school. So cool. Um. It was the Sheepdogs and Rival Sons, and we got there right when the Sheepdogs started, and I'd never heard of them before, so we Googled them on the way down, and they've got a really great, just a, you know, there's retro bands, but this band is retro. You, you, you know, if you see Rival Sons, you, you can look at them and tell, oh, it's 2019, even though they're kind of doing some classic rock leaning stuff. Yeah. I mean, everything about... Everything about the Sheepdogs, you really think you're stepping in in 1971. I mean, they've got that sound, you know. Um, you know, it's just a great Woodstocky hippie kind of sound. It's like a jam band without the jamming, you know. Okay. They've got a great, just classic rock vibe, catchy songs. Um, you know, they got a dude playing trombone and then on the next song he'll switch to guitar and then the next song he'll switch to a fucking um he'll switch to the fucking organ you know i mean i mean they just it's so good um you know if you really like you know that that just that certain era you know the the real just flowery 
you know, peace, love, and Woodstock type kind of, you know, the real roots of classic rock. The Sheepdogs are your band. They're so good. Um, you know, and just the, the, the crafting of the songs. It was really cool to see because sometimes you don't know what you're going to get with opening bands. Yeah. You've never heard and they're awesome. Um, <clears throat> Rival Sons was just absolutely, they just leveled me. They were so fucking good. Jay Buchanan is, has to be one of the best singers out there right now. He, he, he could hold the mic down to his, by his waist and you could still hear him. Wow. I mean, and, and you know, their new album, Feral Roots is so good. It, it's just like, it, it's just kind of all brewing up to a point where the, the only thing left is for them to explode. Um, and just, you know, each band member has this thing going on visually. Uh, Scott Holiday, the, the guitar player, changes guitars every fucking, every, um, every song, you know, and he, he's got this crazy looking ring. And I thought, what's this? This guy looks kind of douchey with all of his rings. <laughs> well, no, it's actually a slide. He turns it around and it's a slide. So I felt like a dumbass. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it, it, they, they, you know, everything is where it should be, and they've just got the riffs, and they've got the power. And, you know, all you guys out there talking about Greta Van Fleet and, you know, new rock, and we need rock, needs rock is dead. No, it's not. Rival Sons. Rival Sons is what Greta Van Fleet wishes they could be. Exactly. And if anyone's going to save rock and roll, it's Rival Sons. I mean, it was just, it was unbelievable. It was like a full, like, 90, 95-minute set. I mean, they, 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 they put you through it and it was great. And, you know, it was, it was kind of like a vibe, like maybe, um, the cotillion in, in Wichita where, you know, you get up close, but you're not, you don't feel crowded and shit. Oh yeah. You know, and they, there are so many up points and so many jammy points and so many down points where it's just real, you know, real quiet and, you know, important and vibey and, you know, it was just so cool. So I was so glad I got to see him. Yeah. You got to see him, man. I mean, I know you've seen him, but you got to see him in a, you know, yeah, I've never seen not him in a gigantic arena opening for Black Sabbath. Yeah. Saw him with Sabbath and at Rocklahoma, but never seen him like in a headline set, yeah. you know? Yep. And, and, and there like was you a, said, Feral Roots is one of the best albums of this year. Oh, fuck, man. It's going to be, it's going to be way up on our list. Yeah. But there's a point in the show where it was, it was subdued and it was just kind of a lot of it was just him singing and it was quiet. And there was this annoying fucking bitch that just wouldn't shut up the whole show, you know, and she reminded me of like a chubby cat Von D. <laughs> and so, uh, and it, she would, you know, just, you know, she was just there to, to be at a show. She, you could tell she didn't know anything about the band. And, you know, she kept coming back with drinks and bumping into people and annoying the shit out of everybody. And, you know, she had some fucking, you know, fake tanned old fucking, you know, big necklace wearing bastard with her. <laughs> um, and, you know, she wouldn't shut up. And so at the very quietest point of the show where Jay Buchanan's really trying to emote and really put on something. I mean, you could hear a pin drop and all of a sudden you hear her behind me go, you know, he's kind of hot. <laughs> And I just, I turned, oh man, I just, I turned back around and looked at Fat Von D 
It just gave her the worst look. I just thought, you know, and I know he heard it. I know, I know Jay Buchanan heard it, but that's the mark of a professional is he just didn't, he was in the zone so much. He didn't let, he didn't let it phase him and he just kept going. But God, what an annoying bitch. There's so don't one of those that ruin everything. Yeah. So don't be one of those people. Don't yeah. just don't do it. And I don't know if you take offense to Fat Von D. Fuck off. I'm fat. I'm allowed. So that's that's my rival son's review. <laughs> so I think at this point, <laughs> from here, you know, Trent, you worked some festivals, and I know you saw some stuff. So I think you should go into that. Okay. Or do we want to do Hersker? Um, yeah, we could do Hersker okay, first. Okay, that's up to you. It's up to you. Yeah, because, you know, Ravel Sons, Hersker, and Interrupters, it's a wide gamut of <laughs> that's, fucking shit. That's right how there. we like it here at the Thunder Underground, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Right? So Hersker has a a brand new EP. Yes. Slash demo, whatever you want to call it, that just came out. Here's a plane right now. <laughs> Boom. Sorry, guys. That's okay. We, we love <laughs> you it. You hear a higher quality version here in a second, right? Tulsa Black Metal just fucking lords. I mean, these these guys are the shit. Yes. Death Before Dishonor. I'm telling you. Is the name of the new EP. What did I put on the thing the other day? It's like music to draw blood to. Oh, that's right. I mean, come on. This, this is just scathing fucking metal. I love this shit. Hell yeah. We're going to play the song Blood of Swine right now.
Blood of Swine from Hersker. Like I said, they got this three-track EP, Death Before Dishonor, that just dropped. You can find it on Bandcamp. You can find it on YouTube. So basically, you got about 14 minutes of fucking, like you said, balls to the wall, yep. fucking black metal yep. that you can check out right now. And that's what you need to do. Pretty much. I mean, you won't be sorry. And live, get the fuck out of here. Uh, I got to see him live, um, which you need to do, sir. That's right. I have not had that opportunity. Holy shit balls, man. I saw these guys in their previous bands like Volition and yeah, Nocturnal yeah, yeah. Winter, but I've never seen Hersker. They haven't been around but since this past year, and they're already, like you said, yep. the Lords of Black Metal. It was fucking perfect. Perfect. Yeah, so I can't wait. I hope hope I get the chance this summer to check these guys out. Definitely. But in the meantime... You guys need to head to Bandcamp and follow Hersker. Get on Facebook and follow Hersker. That's H-E-R-S-K-E-R. <laughs> I'm pronouncing phonetically shit, right? <laughs> but yeah, so look up Hersker. Follow these guys. If you don't like black metal, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Just yeah. just get with it or get out of the way. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, like you mentioned before that, Coachella, I was there working, so I got the chance to, you know, swing in to check out some music, so I decided I'm going to do that during the Interrupters, because really, there's only like three or four bands on the whole lineup that I would have walked across the street for, and Interrupters were definitely one of them, and they were one that, you know, you've been telling me for quite a while, and you've said it on this podcast for quite a while, that you needed to see these guys live, you know, I'd listen to them. And this was actually the second weekend at Coachella that I saw them. The first weekend, Tim Armstrong came out and performed with them. And damn, when I was waiting for them to start the second time, it was kind of cool. There was this dude standing there that, you know, he totally looked like the punk rocker, you know, all the tattoos. You just, you knew this guy who's punk rock. Yeah. I started talking to him and he, uh, He's the one that told me that, and I hadn't even seen that. And he's like, I heard from one of my buddies that works their crew that said he's going to be here again today for a couple songs. But I didn't get to see the whole set up until like the last two songs. So if he came out during that, then fuck me. But (laughs) they didn't need him on stage. They're fucking good. I'm just saying that would have been cool as shit. But the other cool thing about me and this guy is he's he's like, where are you from? And I told him, and he's like, oh, yeah, that's... uh, that's where fuck you we rules at. He's like, yep. he's like, I'm going out there this summer, so mm-hmm. come and see me. <laughs> yep. So you know, people in the punk rock world know Tulsa now because of that. Which that's is awesome. I cool. love that. Yeah. yeah, that's a good thing to see. This is just a guy that lived in L.A. You know, Interrupters, man. Like you said, it's just a ball of energy, and you know, this is like a hybrid of ska and punk, and mm-hmm. and they just they put on an electric <clears throat> show. I mean, it's it was like fucking four thirty in the afternoon, and and there was a good crowd. I mean, I saw th- there was quite a few people over there that I saw came that were fans of theirs. Yes. They were singing along. And then, you know, I looked back and there was a good group of people, which I was happy about because I thought, you know, they're kind of outside the realm of what a lot of people that go to Coachella yeah, exactly. would be there to see. So it was cool to see that they still had a good response. And yeah, you weren't wrong. I mean, live, this is where it's at for this band. Yeah, Definitely. So very cool to finally see him. I'm glad you got to see him. Yeah. And then, kind of on a different note, the next week at the same site was Stagecoach, and I worked that. And I got over there to see Whitey Morgan. I'd never seen him. 
loved this guy for a little bit now, and he's just like your, you know, your pure 70s style country, the Waylon Jennings kind of vibe, and he he does that cover of Bruce Springsteen's I'm on Fire, which is fucking great. Played all his stuff, and it was just a, you know, a cool vibe, because that's another one where I thought, well, this guy's, there's a lot of people on Stagecoach, which are pretty mainstream for the country world, yeah. and this guy was playing like one of the second stages was in a massive tent, but it's the same stage like Leonard Skinner was playing and stuff. And so there was a huge crowd over there for him. And, you know, I looked around and you could tell a lot of people didn't know his music, but it was another one where there was a good response. And, yeah, you know, so it's cool to see someone like that, that we always talk about that real style country, getting some respect at one of these mainstream fucking pop country yeah. fests, you know, it's a good feeling. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully it was more like that, you know, hopefully he gets, you know, a bump into the mainstream like the Chris Stapletons or yeah. that kind you know, that kind of thing as well. Yeah. But then going into May, I went to Kaboo. Kaboo! Yeah. And saw quite a few, you know, different bands throughout the weekend. And the one that jumped out to me more than any of them, which kind of surprised me because I'd seen them before was trombone shorty. Like yeah. I knew how great he was, how great that band is. Yeah. I'd seen him like at the house of blues in new Orleans where he's from opening for better than Ezra. But I just, you know, was watching something. I knew that they were playing. So I made a, made sure I got over there to see part of the set. And like, right when I walked up, they started playing brain stew by green day, just straight instrumental. And I was just like, this, if you think of Brain Stew by Green Day and then multiply it times a thousand and then like <laughs> pour gold over it, this is what the fuck it's happened. Great. You know, it's, it. it's like, you know, that, you know, that's just a regular fucking song. Yeah. But they made it into a fucking masterpiece. And yeah. I was just like, this is what, this is a fucking amazing. And then, that's you know, awesome. and then they, you know, I saw a couple more songs after that, but that band's just, even if that's not your style of thing, you just see them and you can't not get wrapped up in yeah. it. You know, it's just a good fucking, you know, a brass section up there just having a party, basically. <laughs> but also got to see Joan Jett. That's the first time I'd seen her since she played Mayfest back in the 90s. Yeah. And, you know, she was great, of course, played all her stuff and the Runaway stuff. I yeah. saw most of that set. You got to see Alanis Morissette, all pregnant and happy and <laughs> awesome. You know, I fucking love Alanis Morissette. I don't care. Fuck yeah, why not? Yeah. And... You know, she sounded great, and then I saw Collective Soul. They were fucking great, as always, you know, good, yeah. solid rock and roll. Got to see Kid Rock, which nice. I know you're not a fan of, but, yeah. you know, he put on a, he put on the Kid Rock show. It was good. You well, know? there you go. Then. And I saw, I didn't see the, all of it. I saw the beginning of it. I saw the end of it, because, you know, I did have to work during points. Yes. You know, but, and same with Sting, you know, that was a, that was kind of a highlight, because... <clears throat> That's one of those guys you don't really ever think that you would get the chance to see, really. You know, unless you traveled to do it. Yes. And I got to see the first few songs and the final few songs. And, you know, he had a great set list that, of course, encompassed quite a few songs from the police. So oh, then, that's awesome. And then all his, you know, pretty much everything you could think of from his solo career. And, yeah. We didn't play all for one with Rod Stewart and Brian Adams. God damn it. damn it. So it kind of fucked everything up for me. I don't know what the fuck. I'm like, there's no Three Musketeers hits here. I don't know what to think. I don't know what to think. But no, he still sounds great. And so that was quite, you know, quite a highlight for me. 
but that was kind of like a quick wrap up of those five weeks worth of festivals and yes you know because the other one i went to was hip-hop so i didn't really see anybody yeah at, you know i like some hip-hop there was nothing there i gave two, yeah, yeah, two shits about just, so yeah. and yeah so there you go i know that there's been in these past couple months there's been a shitload of music that's come out that yeah, yeah God, I wouldn't even be know. another episode altogether. Yeah, I wouldn't even know where we'd start. Like, yeah. we need to just like map that out and talk about it in the next few episodes or something. Danko Jones, Duff McKagan, Death yeah. Angel, fucking Kyle Shutt. Fucking, I haven't even listened to that's Kyle Shutt. That's a good one. And he's coming to the Mercury Lounge. That's right. And that's going to be when I'm gone. It, yeah. Well, that's a Sunday. I don't know if I'm going to. You've got him coming. You've got fucking Night Demon coming to the Kane's Ballroom for free. God damn it. That's actually, what, the week after this, right? Yeah, it's a Saturday. Yeah, Saturday after next, I think. And you're going to be gone, motherfucker. For two weeks, yeah. Yeah, yeah but you'll well, be there. Me, right? me and Mel and JP are going to go. All right. You better. Oh, it's happening. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Romstein has a new album out, yeah. and it's fucking great. Fuck, man. Which, speaking of that, did you see the the Romstein yeah. flag at Rocklahoma? Oh, yeah. So when it's I first all... saw it, I'm just like, that's kind of random, but all right. Yeah. Makes it, sense. It's a rock festival. It's all happening. Yeah. Uh, what's coming up? There's something really cool in the next week or two. I think we're going. Uh, Phil Brook is going to show Almost Famous on their lawn, and I guess Jason Lee's going to be there. That's uh, I don't know at the end of June. I think right? in, end of June. Okay, I thought it was earlier. I don't know what I don't know in what capacity what he's going to do, but that's cool. Yeah, if he's going to talk, but or I think if he's going to do meet. I think we're going to try to go. That's if so. That's not at the Guthrie Green. That's no, it. I think it's Philbrook. Oh, okay. Like on their lawn or some shit. Oh, okay. So yeah, because he's got his uh, photography yes um, exhibit thing right now that's going on at Philbrook in Tulsa. Yeah, which is you know random and cool at the same time. Yeah, definitely, it's something to check out. He he lives in Denton, Texas now, so it's, it makes sense for him to come up to Tulsa. Yeah, it's gonna be really cool. So yeah, so that's something else if you're in this area to check out. Almost Famous is one yeah. of the great music movies of our generation. Exactly. You can't not like that movie. Yeah, you got the singer of Stillwater in Tulsa right now. And you got to go, yeah. Exactly. Fever dog, motherfucker. Fever dog. That's Clawing right. at my back door. <laughs> <laughs> right. Finally got to mention that on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you traded Penny Lane for 50 bucks and a case of Heineken. <laughs> okay, sorry. I'll stop. I'll stop. <laughs> but no, there you go. I guess that kind of wraps up this episode. It wasn't a long one, but you know, we just wanted to talk about a few things we missed over the past few weeks and play a couple jams. Yeah, all good. Yeah. So yeah, if you're got some some time, you want to check out some old stuff. Two hundred twenty plus episodes now. We've got on, like we mentioned, Bible of the Devil's been on here, and we've had on guys from Kiss and Seven Dust, Avatar, Crowbar, Superjoint, Warrant. Firehouse, Death Angel, a huge ass long list. Oh man, it goes on and on. It goes super long. That's right. And you can and there's a ton of episodes where we talk just like this. You can get on YouTube, watch some videos where we're talking about albums and concerts and stuff like that. And follow us on YouTube. Subscribe to us. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Music. All those places. And you can hear us on 1027WSNR.com every Monday at 7 p.m. Central. So, yeah. Follow us, like us, subscribe, share with all your friends. And until next time. Thunder Underground, y'all. Thunder Underground.